0: All right, you are listening to episode number
1: 59
0: of the Water and Stone Church Podcast. My name is Dieter Randolph, and this is the sound of my voice.
1: And I'm Jenny Randolph. And this time around, we're going to have kind of a special episode. So we're not going to have all the categories that we usually have. If you want the old school, just go back (laughs) and listen to something that we've already done. You know, The lessons are timeless, so I'm sure you'll find something good out of the other ones. But this time... We're talking about something really special that I am so very proud of you for starting. So I'm going to let you introduce it.
0: Okay. Well, basically I have decided to extend the things that I do, extend my ministry, I guess you could say, into a new area. And the reasons for that are, are, are huge and multiple. There's, there's all kinds of things going on right now. And... So many people have come to me asking in one way or another, maybe different words, but the same request. They want some one-on-one time. They want to do that. And I got to tell you, it really has taken me by surprise because as you know, Jenny, we are profoundly open to questions. I mean, think of all of the ways, I mean, if you're a listener to this podcast, you know we're always saying, please send us your questions because we love to answer them. And, and once again, we've been doing that previously and next week's podcast will be a regular episode and we'll go back to answering those questions and stuff like that. As you know, if you go to the church while I'm doing the Sunday lesson, people can text in questions. And and after my lesson part, I spend about 10, 15 minutes answering the questions that people have sent in. And so there's that.
1: Well, don't you think that that's just how we live. Mm. We're always questioning. We're always saying, you know, even even the simple things like, how can I get better? How can I make this better? How can I feel better, perform better? How can I figure this out faster? I think it's how we have raised our kids. And yeah. I think it's, we're continually growing. That's because we are interested in our job here on planet Earth, mm-hmm. which is to grow. Yeah. Our, you know, we we're interested in growth. We're interested in not staying still. And so we ask that of ourselves. We ask questions of ourselves. So of course we would be okay with other people asking us questions because for one thing, when somebody asks me a question and I don't know the answer. I'm super pumped to go find that answer. Well, it creates a growing place. Right, right? exactly. Yeah. Where where it's if, and if I don't have the answer, somebody's out there gonna have it, you mm-hmm. know. So so yes, we we have built our ministry, our family, our marriage around questioning the status quo and going forward and looking for growth opportunities.
0: Well, and the precedent is there. I mean, it's so funny when people think about church stuff one of the things that comes up for them is you had better not question anything. But when you really look at the Judeo-Christian tradition, if you want, or really any tradition, any religious tradition, there is a tradition within that of asking the leader questions. How many times the disciples saying, Okay, now Jesus, what about this and how do we deal with this and what about this thing over here? Paul writing to the to the churches that are being developed. Here's what you ought to do about that as if in response to a question over and over again. How did Socrates teach? He walked around asking a bunch of annoying questions over and over again. The question and answer process helps the student but it also helps the teacher and so it always drove me crazy that, that churches and religious professionals, clergy, whatever you want to call them, have stereotypically been resistant to questions. I think it, it short circuits the process because instead of making those growing places, which if you think about like a muscle fiber, you know, you make these little tears, then you your body fills in those holes and your muscle gets bigger and stronger. I think everything is like everything, right? So those questions are little holes and you find the holes and okay, wait a minute, let me find out what's going on here. In that micro way, as well as in the macro way, what we're supposed to be doing is stepping into the void. And so there's something really powerful about that. So I've had people come to me in all kinds of ways and want more answers. Now, my traditional thing has been come to this class that we'll do, or you know what? On this and that Sunday, we talked about that. So check that out on, you know, we we record past episodes or I'm going to talk about that coming up or Whatever it is. Read this book. I do that a lot. I hand out copies of Lessons in Truth or whatever right, you, all the time.
1: You've redirected people to the places that we feel like we have answered those questions. And I, and I think that that is a beautiful start to this process.
0: Mm-hmm. Because I don't need to be the authority figure on it. I, I can help guide. You know, I, I want to be more of a midwife than, than the guru or whatever. But I have to say, so there's that, been that phenomenon on and on and on. It's been going on for a little while now. On the other hand, I've been aware of uh, kind of an itch, let's say, in me, and that is to say that we do a lot of alternative media, like we're on YouTube a lot. We do this podcast. I blog all the time, so there's that. I write a lot of books. You write a lot of books. We're doing that. It, that's part of it, too. On top of that, there's a traditional things where I stand up in front of the crowd and speak to the crowd. And we also do small group stuff. We've got a men's group going on, and we have classes, and we're going to have more classes. So there's that. But the thing that has been missing for me personally is a one-on-one moment with people.
1: Now, this is different than like the spiritual counseling that Mm -hmm. that you you and I have both done in the past. So it's not just... Hey, I'm feeling a little bit sad because I had a relative pass away and I need some comfort, or I'm not exactly sure whether I should take this job in this moment this what you're talking about goes be goes beyond those single challenges that people might feel overwhelmed in the moment, mm-hmm. but they they know they ha- they know they have the answers, and so they just need a little bit of love and a little bit of encouragement to have those answers come forth. But this is something very specific that you're talking about, right?
0: Well, and actually that's the seed of this because there are a lot of times traditionally, if you go to me or a minister in our general vicinity, right? And you say, I need help with X, will you talk to me or pray with me or whatever, it is supposed to be a one shot deal in Mm -hmm. other words, okay. Let's pretend it's about money. Okay, well, God is your source, and we're going to look at ways to be open to you not being the source or destination, but rather be in touch with the flow. Maybe even here's some things you can try. But in the end, we're going to pray about that, and we're done. And if you wanted to talk to that minister again, the minister would say, wait a minute, we spoke the word about that. Where's your faith, right? And so it's not supposed to be like therapy, where you go on and on and on just chewing on the same thing. And that's really true, and that's really powerful. However... There's another piece of this that is relatively unexplored, at least in our end of, the, of this sort of thing. And that is that if I say we spoke the word about it and somebody says, what does that mean? Right. I think that some of the rules that we're playing by were created at the birth of our various religious movements, which is a hundred years ago, a thousand years ago and so on. And things have changed and we can't assume a certain level of education and on the other hand we want to have a lot of education so all of that being what it is and there's more to say there the essence is what i see and what i'm hearing from people is a need to spend one-on-one time over a period of time so what we're talking about is mentoring or coaching Now, I'm not crazy about the word coaching because it's kind of a buzzword and you can get a real estate coach or a job coach or a business coach or a marketing coach or a swimming coach. You know, And all of those are noble professions, but there's a little bit of bleed. And so you have to be careful because I don't want this to sound like that, but that's the word that culture uses, so I will use the word. I've started to call myself, in addition to being a minister – the The pastor of Water and Stone Church, which is near and dear to my heart, I am in addition what I've decided to call a spiritual life coach. And I add that word spiritual at the top because I think it helps, you know, I'm not here to help you find a job. I mean, you work for God. Maybe some of the things we say will help you in that direction, but I'm not here to tell you how to market to clients and stuff like that, for example.
1: And I love that because we're leaving out so many people that don't have that instant aha moment. Right. That there are sometimes, and I know that I've had that myself, and then you feel bad because it's like, why am I not getting it? I mean, for crying out loud, I've had that with the how to work our remotes to work the television. <laughs> you know, you show me once, and I'm like, okay, I think I got it, but this is going to take a minute for me because... I'm not exactly sure the combination of buttons that I have to push. How many
0: times have you told me where that one bowl goes in our kitchen cabinet? Yeah, you're emptying
1: the dishwasher, and it's just like, okay, this is where that bowl lives. And, and there's something that goes on in your brain. Sorry. And, and you just There's something that doesn't click. So I think we are leaving out the people that a process is required. Mm-hmm. And I would argue that whether you pick it up quickly or more slowly, whatever it is, whether mm-hmm. it's remote controls or where the dishes go, or your spirituality and the understanding and your relationship with God. My goodness, aren't we aren't we allowed to have a little bit of time there? Isn't this an ongoing process anyway?
0: Well, how, yeah, absolutely. And how would it be if I said, Jenny, I don't know where this thing goes. I'm sorry. I know I live in this house, but... I want to put the dishes away. My heart is pure, but I don't know where it goes. How would it be if you said, you know what? I told you once, where's your faith? Right. There's a couple of things that could happen. Um, one of the things is I put it in the wrong place or I give up. And that's not.
1: And I think that's more often than not the answer, which is why you have people going either from church to church to try to find the answer or going, you know what? Church stinks. I'm not doing this anymore and I'm going to go to brunch because I'm going to find my answer at the bottom of a mimosa. And <laughs> and I hear that sure. because it can be so frustrating. I am I am a good student, mm-hmm. but I don't like to be told the things that I don't know and it's a really bad like combination. A pet peeve. Yeah. It really is. I mean, and if somebody's talking down or if somebody's going, "Oh, well, you should have picked that up by now." Man, you want to see a knee jerk reaction? That you know, that's I'm going to be like, okay, I'm done with this then, and mm-hmm. I will go figure it out on my own. And I think we need to leave room for that process, for that ongoing process to lay a foundation. You know, if it takes 21 days, three weeks to form a habit, my goodness, how are we expected to have something figured out? In one go around. That's right. I know I don't do that. I, and even now I'm thinking about things that just happened this week. And I'm telling myself, Jen, you know, better, you know what you're supposed to do. Duh, just go back and do it. And, and, and it's not always a matter of faith. It isn't because I believe this stuff works. I know this stuff works. I have had absolute Concrete demonstrations of this stuff working, yeah. of the way that we think. But my goodness, do I need reminders?
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And so, so here we are in the situation where I feel like it is going to help people in a way that we're not set up to help people. And also, it scratches an itch for me because I'm here to help and there are times when I know for sure that what I really need is to just, can we just get on the phone or can we get a cup of coffee and some, I got to tell you in my own life there have been times when I have turned to a friend and said, Hey, let me buy you a cup of coffee. I've got, I want to run something by you. Even when it's not especially formal, that uh, format, that environment is incredibly helpful. And maybe it's a direction that our culture is going. So with all that in mind, I've been thinking about this for a long time, and I put together basically a curriculum. And I've been working on it and working on it and working on it, and it's derived from stuff that I've been doing over the past 20-plus years of being in the ministry and things that I feel like people ought to know. And i got to admit, I actually dug into some of the stuff that I'm thinking about years from now, not anytime soon, but years from now, we're going to be thinking about what do water and stone ministers need to know. What do our instructors need to know? What does it mean to be a member of the church even? So any of those things. And so I've been putting together, if you're doing this, what are the areas that you can look at? It's certainly not a comprehensive curriculum for life, but it can get you over something and into something.
1: I was going to say, this is a... 25 week program Mm -hmm. that can give you that launching pad that can give you the tools that you need to have so it's like it's almost like a ready-made kit of of these tools that are required that maybe you didn't even know that you need these tools or maybe you have like two of the five tools and you didn't you don't have the other ones or maybe some of the tools that you have, maybe you have all of them, but they really need to be sharpened. <laughs> right. You well, know what I mean? Yeah,
0: for sure. And I got to tell you that some some people who are close to us know that after our kids graduated from college, and you know, we homeschooled our kids and they both went into college really early. They both did really well in college. They both graduated early, the whole thing. But we were aware that college is awesome, but there are big hunks that college doesn't teach. And so people who are close to close to us know that we really try to do life school. like here are some things that every grown-up person ought to know to make a difference in the world. And there's a lot of stuff that doesn't apply. Like I think everybody should know how to parallel park and drive a stick shift. everybody should know how to sew on a button.
1: Everybody should know how to make a good omelette. Yeah, man that kind you of stuff. know that
0: kind of thing. Everybody should know how to shake hands properly, check your oil, those things. Well, that's not on this list of things that I work with people about, but in the life school area, there is a set of spiritual understandings that will get you out of trouble. You know, that kind of thing. And so I came up with 25 things. And basically, there, this I'm, I'm not going to spend too much time on it, but basically there's five big ideas, and each of those ideas has five things under it. I'm not going to go through all 25. I'm just going to give you the big ideas. The big ideas are prayer you got to know how to pray. That's how you communicate with God. That's how all of this works. Prayer is the cornerstone of this. And the other thing is self. In other words, how you relate to God. What, what are you made out of? That sort of thing. Another pillar of this is support. In other words, how do you get support from the people who love you? How do you participate in that level? And once you know that, you can go to the next thing, which is service, which is all about giving back. And that's when you really start to be a functional adult. It's all about service and giving back. And finally, and this is the part that I'm in some ways most excited about, is vision. The idea is, okay, how do you take everything that you've done and put it into something that you carry with you beyond the 25 weeks, beyond the 25 steps, and into this is where habit gets formed. How do you build a vision and be a visionary kind of person? This is where your dreams start to make sense because it's not just the the unformed, immature, whatever it was at the beginning. You've put some meat on those bones and you're working towards something. And so it's kind of a funny thing, but it's five ideas, prayer, self-support, service, and vision. And then within those, there's five concepts. That makes 25. And so it's a 25-week process of sitting down with somebody and saying, okay, where are you at? Do you have any questions about the process or about life in general? What, what's going on? You know, that kind of thing. And then the the second half of the conversation is, okay, here is the step that we're going to work on today or this week. Start today. We're going to work on it this week. And here is, here's how we do this. So I give the person homework. And then the next week when we meet, that becomes the beginning of the next conversation. So accountability is built in to this process, right? Along the way, people can email me or Facebook message me or text me or see me at church and ask me supplementary questions. But basically, it's about one solid conversation a week, an hour, half hour, whatever it takes to make that happen. And so it's five times five. And I was looking at five times five and five times five. And I got to tell you, the thing that popped up for me is, I don't know if you remember that movie Aliens. Oh, Yeah. You know, there, there's yeah. this part at the beginning to see the second movie, you know, Sigourney Weaver's involved, but it's not the first one. The second movie, the colonial Marines are going to go and land on the planet and they're flying in and it's really a crazy trip. And they say the, the pilot of the plane is talking to the mothership and she says, everything is five by five. And I had to look that up. I never knew what that meant, but five by five means loud and clear. There's, if you imagine horizontal vertical scale, the signal that comes in can be up to five in terms of how loud it is, but it also can be up to five in terms of how clear it is. And you need both. And I, I remembered that and I thought about this five times five and it just really resonated with me because I feel like a lot of times people work on one or the other. So they really work on their clarity and they go up to the mountaintop retreat and they gaze at their navel or they, you know, they burn the right sage or whatever it is, and they get clarity. Awesome. But that clarity can't do you any good if you're sitting in the middle of the wilderness. Some systems, on the other hand, really work on getting loud. And those are the ones where you go more into like the mainstream coaching or self-help kind of stuff. Where it's like, we're going to get loud with life and we're going to maximize our to-do list. And we're going to, you know, before breakfast, we're going to do 27 things. And that's awesome. But you're just getting
1: louder. Well, and I think that you're putting stuff Either way, you're putting stuff in, in the, your path. You're, you're putting walls up to your path because you cannot remain in either place permanently because you have to have that balance. you got to be loud and, I, and clear. Yeah, and I love that you start from the inside out. I I do have a question for you about okay. it, though. And I know that it's 25 weeks, and I know that there are five different topics that you'll be covering will you be covering the whole prayer unit first or will you be going by like one by one or will you be going you know I mean obviously you've told us about the the order that you're doing them in but is that is that your intention is to finish a category and really get that one solid first or are you going to touch on just a little bit of each of them
0: well I am flexible with how it goes depending on the person, but what I want to do, my my vision for it is, and this is what has been working so far, is we we do one idea at a time. So the first five times we talk is about prayer. By the end of it, you are a prayer ninja master. Gotcha. You get the process. You've built it into a habitual part of your life. And the process that I came up with you know, there's lots of processes, and there's no right or wrong, but I gotta tell you, the process that I use for prayer has changed my life. And it it I used to just pray because you're supposed to pray, and sometimes I'd get some kind of breakthroughs, but it didn't feel reliable, you know, and, and that sort of thing. And God doesn't change, it's me that change. And so using a method that I've come up with, it, it is it's scientific almost. It's it's really, really powerful, but you gotta know how to do that. Because it informs all of the other steps, you can't really pay yourself, so to speak, until you have a really good grounding of gotcha. how you relate to God. Okay. For example,
1: all right, yeah. I was uh, when I was listening to you talk about him, I was I was curious about how how those broke down. But I love that you go from inside out. You have to. I love that. I think that that is fabulous, and I'm really excited to see where this goes. And you know what? Re- it reminds me of. A lot of people do that whole 30 diet, you know, that where they take the 30 days and they just eat whole foods and they leave out all their processed stuff. Uh-huh. And what has happened in watching that is people will do 30 days and then they'll kind of give themselves a little bit of a break and then they'll go, go back and they'll do another round of the whole 30. And as you were talking about that and... Knowing that our job here is growth, I could see where people could take this 25 weeks and then kind of try to implement it in their lives, get some real good ideas about where they're going and what they're doing, and 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 then come back and do it again for an even more powerful wow yeah I level think so. of what they're gonna do. So it just I mean I was just I just had that thought while you were. Talking, and I think it's such a neat idea because, as we know, our prayer process has changed. You just talked about sure. it, of
0: course. You know, course.
1: and my my prayer process isn't the same that when I was twenty years old. You know, it is simply not, and it it must change. And I know that it won't be the same when I'm sixty years old. Hopefully, it would be better. Hopefully, so by
0: then I'll know where the bowl goes.
1: <laughs> but I'm just so excited about kind of coming back. It's the same idea about you can read Scripture and you can pick out a, a thing in the Bible, um, but it isn't until you have some life experience that you go back and you can read that same Scripture and you go, wow, that's what it means. That's so much more powerful. And so I'm really looking forward to seeing where this goes. I'm really looking forward to the expansion of it um, I want to try it. I want to do it.
0: Well, uh, I might have some slots in the schedule. I got (laughs) to tell you, I was resistant to it for a long time, even though I knew there was a demand. Because in one of the hundred million books I've read about how to build your church, because, you know, the church is the core of what everything that we do. One of the things that has come out a few times is don't do anything in your small church that you wouldn't do if you had a thousand people coming in every Sunday. And there's some logic for that. It's kind of like dress like the job you want. It's Mm -hmm. that kind of a thing. But on the other hand, I have time right now. I've got space in the schedule. I won't always. I'm not going to be doing this forever simply because I'm not going to be able to. There will be a time when maybe I'm able to do it with one or two people at a time. Maybe not even that, but I have time right now and I love this community. Whether or not people go to the church every Sunday, even if they're somewhere else and we talk on the phone instead of getting coffee together or whatever, I have this moment to reach people on a one-on-one level and I believe that doing this puts you in touch with something that doesn't just make you faster or better at life, stronger in that way, but taps you into something where it doesn't come from you anymore. This accesses another dimension of the way that we live. And I believe in it so much that the thing that I've been doing is uh, people go, look, I don't want to, 25 weeks is a long time. And I've even said, okay, well, let's just do five. We'll do one unit of this. But even that, that's a lot. That's more than a month most of the time, depending on the month, Mm -hmm. right? So here's what I've been doing. And I've been reaching out to people who aren't, don't even go to the church, don't know who the heck I am or anything. And I say, look, here's the deal. Let's just start because at the end of the day, it's not about anything other than helping people connect to spirituality, helping people connect with their relationship with God, right? That's the deal. And I'll talk to anybody, right? So there are no constraints. So what I've been telling people is, look, Call me or send me an email, Dieter at waterandstonechurch.com or get in touch with me through the website, waterandstonechurch.com or however you do that. I'm on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and on and on and on and you know that. I've been telling people, get in touch with me and we'll put 30 minutes on the schedule. And there is no money changing hands. There's no fee. There's no love offering. There's no nothing to sign. There's no requirement. There's no nothing. The deal is, we're going to talk for about 30 minutes and I'm going to help you figure out whatever it is that you're chewing on. And I'm going to give you some tools that you can use to make your life better, to connect with God in some way in that situation. I'm going to help you solve whatever the problem is. That's it. If somebody goes, you know what, I'm so jazzed about that 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 I want to learn more, I want to have more conversations. That's fine, but I'm not even going to bring it up during that conversation because, frankly, I won't have time. We're working on just whatever it is that we're working on. I believe in this process, even more than the method, which I'm very proud of. I believe in this process so much that it's like, let's let's try it out. And I want you to know, if you're listening to the podcast, you're in this community, I want to extend this to you. Get in touch with me. We'll put some time on the schedule. Whatever you're chewing on, if you're the kind of person who's listening to this podcast, you're chewing on something. That's awesome. That's right. We're here to learn and grow and find those spaces, right? So connect with me. I can help you because the world is a better place when the people in it are living to their utmost and really connecting with the Christ within them. That's what I believe in. That's one more way that we do this ministry. So I really do hope that that we can make this happen.
1: I want you to know that you can reach Dieter and learn more about this program if you go directly to his website, and that is DieterRandolph.com. And he spells his name D I E T E R. It's just like Dieter. Like Dieter. A lot of people get it wrong. You've been caught. Con- I should buy the other spellings, like the domain name. Eh, yeah. It is what it is. People like a challenge. Anyway, go to <laughs> DieterRandolph.com. There's a beautiful video that is on there that explains it a little bit more. You can see a little bit of the in depth stuff that he's done it's it's really really wonderful and i'm super excited about it
0: thanks for listening to this special episode of the podcast we'll be back with our regularly scheduled programming uh with the next episode after this but stay in touch and keep up the good work